Welcome back to Chronic Tales. I'm Lori. And I'm Sam. We've been away for a little bit, but uh, we're back. We had uh, a bit of a rough year the past year with not just the pandemic, but um, yeah, we've had a whole lot of stuff going on and we're going to fill you in a little bit with what we've been dealing with. And some of the topics we're going to touch on are just going to be really high level and we may, we'll delve into them further, hopefully, um, somewhere down the road here. But uh, the last we spoke with you, um, right after our last episode, Sam was having some swelling in her oh, feet. Yeah. And I had some cankles. Yes. Fun. <laughs> so uh, she ended up having some heart tests because they were worried that possibly the swelling was related to an, a heart issue but fortunately after some testing and everything turned out to be okay heart wise we but think currently because i i had to have a heart monitor put on but uh that didn't go strange. quite as planned there were there there was a couple hiccups um including me being allergic to it and uh um, some heart racing issues when bylaw was called the day it was put on. Yeah. <laughs> which was entertaining. Yes. Sam's allergic to adhesive. So the patch that they attached the monitor to her with was um, an it industrial adhesive. It didn't like me. But I found that normal Band-Aids don't like me either this year. <laughs> Anything that's skin related. related, I tend to avoid now. Mm -hmm. So heart monitor didn't go as planned. It was supposed to be on for two weeks, and it was on for three days. Yeah, something three, like four that. Days. Three, four days. Because the cardiologist looked at it and was like, oh, we need to take that off now. <laughs> I was like, thank you. So yeah. it, didn't, it didn't quite catch... Maybe all of what it should have, but I don't think they got it. They got the gist. Yeah, the the look of my skin was far worse than the concern that that they had seen. I guess on the the monitor at the time. So yeah, and the our lovely neighbors were the uh, ones to call by law. Apparently, we had raccoons in the area. Well, we found out that the day that. The bylaw, we got in contact with bylaw because the initial notice was that we were feeding animals. Yes, they had, I guess it was the animal control section of the bylaw department that got in touch with us saying that they thought we were feeding the animals and it was, it was against bylaw to feed the animals. When I responded, I said, I didn't know what she was talking about. I thought because it was animal control, um... We, that we, they thought that they thought we had a pet or something that got out. Yeah. So I was like, uh, "Did we do something wrong?" And she's like, "No, but if we got a complaint that you're feeding the animals, I said, why would we do that?" <laughs> I said, "Nope." Um, and that well, it so happened that I, the next day, our neighbors across, across the street 
ended up having some pet control come by and and Mr. Raccoon. (laughs) Yeah, they had to completely clear and gate up the 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 roofing on on the neighbors across the street. So we figured. I think it it may have been them sort of taking their meal to go. Yeah. <laughs> and, and leaving it, maybe. Well, but apparently when the bylaw officer came by, she didn't see anything. So they came back for it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Saving it for later on our property and our crazy neighbors decided they had an issue with it. Yeah. So they, they tried to tell them that we did it, which we didn't. And then after that, that started a whole lot more issues with them putting video cameras up and all kinds oh, yeah. of stuff <laughs> so they think they're going to catch us doing something that we haven't done or ever do we don't we don't associate with them because they're not very nice people they're they're kind of paranoid about what i'm not sure yeah because we really don't go out and we certainly don't go on that side of our property because of them so unless we absolutely have to i mean for maintenance purposes but we've put a fence up because they requested one yeah Mm -hmm. they don't like it now though no oh well they got what they wanted so then that was spring summer i guess and then later this summer we had a few family issues um my my mother chose uh, medically assisted suicide to end her life. She had some medical issues, but anyway, um, it was difficult, and we've just been dealing with some stuff because of because of that whole situation. Yeah. Um, and then. After she was, she left us. Um, we got a whole lot of furniture <laughs> to, we had to deal with, and we're um, sort of absorbing another house in in a crowded it. house, and yeah. So we were moving furniture around, and I broke some fingers doing that. Um, and then mm-hmm. all fall, Sam was having knee problems, and I got sciatica and i'm still this was what back at the end of november yeah it started up and i'm still dealing with it i'm still in pain with it yeah um went to the doctor got anti-inflammatories dealing with it that way um but yeah it's been a, a really rough and we're still having to deal with a whole lot of stuff that both the, I guess, mentally, sorry, medically and um, mentally and just everything's been really tough. <laughs> so. And then, currently. Yes, currently. We've been dealing or we've been watching a lot of what's been going on with the convoy. Yes, in, in Ottawa. Which... I find sort of entertaining because for the past year since the vaccines first started coming out, I've had an issue trying to get one. Yeah. I've been trying to fight to get a vaccine. 
The pharmacists have declined me several times. I've had to get two different doctor's notes to get one. Mm -hmm. They are afraid that I'm either going to implode or explode or (laughs) not know what to do with me. I don't, I'm not quite sure why they're so afraid, but had to get two doctor's notes and I'm watching all of these people refuse and not want to get the vaccine. Yeah. And I just, I just don't get it. I, yeah. I don't get why it was that hard for me to get one when all of these people don't want it. Yeah. But I don't know. Like, that's it fine was... if you don't want it, but why did I have to go through X amount of, like, loops and hopping when I don't, I don't get why they were so afraid to give it to me? <laughs> because I think uh, they thought it might break you. Oh. Maybe, medically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My doctor did, d- does keep referring me to specialists because she is afraid to break me. Yeah. And the cardiologist did tell me to go buy a lottery ticket. Yeah. And I was not expecting that from her. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with my heart. She was just looking at my medical history being like, broken back, EDS, what else do you have? Fibro. (sighs) Yeah. All kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff. So we try to deal with our situations with some humor. (laughs) So if we... We hopefully are not off color with it, but we do try to deal with things with a laugh. Um, it makes life easier. It's going to be interesting because I have a new chronic pain doctor next week that I have to go to. Mm-hmm. And it's always fun going to a new doctor and going through my history. Not even my history, but my family history. Yes, Cause on both sides. Yeah. It's like, what would you like <laughs> to start with? Do you want to start with the broken backside? Yeah. Or the hit uh. by a truck side? <laughs> and they're like, what? Now, I, I started the broken back trend. And we've added another one in on my family, which is really odd to say. Yes. Because now my grandmother on my dad's side... Broke her back as well. Yes. So she f- fell in the winter time. Yep, about yep. a year ago now. So it's been. Yeah, there's quite a few people. Then they can relate. Yeah. <laughs> it, she she has definitely looked at things from a different point of view, and it's odd when my grandmother starts coming to me for advice about how to deal with like pain <laughs> and like different like tips and tricks you can use. Yeah how to deal with it yeah yeah you're a you're an expert (laughs) yeah i definitely didn't think that the the expertise that i have would be in like "Mm, this support is really good you can get it on amazon to get up yeah oh this heating pad oh get yourself (laughs) a heating blanket Mm, it's the best for aches and pains especially in the winter time i bet you none of those protesters had this headaches and pains like we do <laughs> i i want to know how all their the protests how that affected their medical system like in ottawa like did they have to shut down the core hospital 
um, yeah, like, very, uh, like that. We should look some... into that because I know with Toronto when they were doing the protests there, they they almost tried to target like the hospital row because in Toronto they have that one long street that has like Toronto General sick kids like yeah, hosp- Toronto rehab. They call Toronto, it hospital yeah. row. Yeah, and I I just. I've been there in several different capacities, whether like seeing a patient or like going there myself and watching different healthcare people talk about being afraid to go in to their work to help people. Yeah. Like the ones that we were calling heroes two years ago were being targeted. Yeah. For what they were for their their uniforms, they were told yeah. not to wear their their uh, scrubs yeah. or whatever. That's to what work. I have an issue with. Uh, yeah, I understand is. peaceful protest. I understand sharing your opinion and whatever. But when you're infringing on the safety of people who are doing their job and helping save lives, it's wrong. It's just wrong. And what about all of the patients that were stuck in the hospital not being able to go or, like, get away from the honking? And, and those Music people with the... conditions that especially are affected by sensory issues. Well, like autism or, yeah. or something like that, for sure. Like, I understand residents. Well, that, I know the, the residents in, in Ottawa. Yep. Like, there were, th- that's what they said, some of the... Some of the people had autism. Some, you know, were just older people that were more sensitive to mm-hmm. the noise. Um, all, I'm, although I'm sure there are some older people that could turn their hearing aids off too. And but there were also younger people yeah. that were very affected by it. And it like just, all of their routines were affected, not only because of the pandemic, but now you're adding a different kind of change and a different kind of intrusion yeah yeah like that that i don't think is right or like that's when i I have issues or i don't have a problem with people protesting yeah but when they occupy Mm -hmm. um and that's what happened in ottawa i think toronto handled it a bit better the first weekend um, in Toronto, they blocked off Hospital Row, and they blocked off um, in front of the Parliament, the building. Parliament building. Of course, they Toronto handled it a little bit different, but yeah. they they were I think a little bit more equipped to deal with stuff like that because Toronto is a a prime place to protest as it is. Yeah, like you usually have some kind of protest going on, not to the size that it was this time. Yes, I'm sure Ottawa does too. However, Ottawa was targeted more. Yeah, Toronto wasn't the hot spot. It and, was and and very different from other protests. I mean, you're you're bringing vehicles that you can sleep in and have a lot of different necessities with you yep. in it. Mm-hmm. Like it is a shelter and it is a for large some it's their hazard. Home. For some, it's their home. Well, you know? it's their livelihood, too. Definitely. Which, uh, which they're putting in jeopardy. Well, I think that's why a lot of them left was because they were going they, to lose their home. Once they <laughs> realized that the, the tow truckers, they they refused to 
I guess, participate with the police in towing them. But once the protesters realized that if they were arrested and their keys were taken, then they could just move the truck. Yeah. Like, that changed and things they, slightly. They, their truck would be confiscated. Yeah, and for a week, at least, Yeah, I believe. Or they could lose it altogether, depending on what happened. Well, I think they're even planning on possibly selling some to yeah. pay for... Legal fees? Yeah. And, and, or, and like, the police yeah. fees and stuff that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, it's... Yeah, and then, of course occupying the bridge in Windsor and in all of the Detroit the, the and borders and stuff like that. Yeah. Now, my question the they declared the state of emergency in Ontario because they cut off supplies. Like the because there's so many trucks that couldn't make it through across the border. Like with the my pillow guy. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he's gonna bring all of his my pillows to DC now that they've changed yeah, plans. Maybe. I'm they, curious. He could send the truck there. Well, because he's if, got a truck full of pillows. I mean, I'm I'm very interested <clears throat> to see what this, I guess, convoy in the U.S. is like. Um, my understanding is it's a lot smaller. They've, um, for now. For now, it might build as they go. Absolutely. Um, as as of now, they're starting in what California, yeah. hitting Texas, Ohio, and I think they are trying to do the same thing. But I did one report did say that it's not that. Have it's, they learned from our mistakes? Uh, probably or their mistakes. We won't say our mistakes. <laughs> I definitely believe in freedom, but. At what cost? I, f I believe in freedom for everyone. Yeah, there's a difference. I find that the people who were protesting were very much a freedom for the me. Yes. And a lot of the other people who decided to get vaccinated and understand that the freedom for the we may is more important. Yeah. I mean, not like we a, a perfectly healthy person. Of course, they don't really want to get a vaccination, but they do it because... No. I mean, I don't like needles. No. I don't like the thought of a fax vaccination, but if I don't do it, then I could catch it and give it to someone else. Well, my first vaccination for this was the, the pharmacist gave it to me and shooed me out as quick as humanly <laughs> possible. Yeah. Like, he was afraid that I was going to stay there and, like, melt in the chair or something. Like, he was like, he okay, have a great day. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> no waiting. Outside. No waiting period there. Nope. I was a little surprised. I was, too, actually. I mean. Like, for all of, like, the hoops I had to jump through to get this shot, he's like, okay, get out now. <laughs> And but he did that with everybody else too. It wasn't just you. Uh, hey, I I would have I much rather not wait in there anyway. Yeah, for sure. I mean, if I had an allergic reaction, it would have been better to be out I, because we're just down the we were just down the yeah, street from the. I hospital. made sure we were close enough that if anything did happen, we could get there. Fast. Yeah, because. Mm -hmm. Everyone was so freaked out. Well, well, and the band aid from that 
stupid little prick. <laughs> I had the shape of it on my arm for like a week. Because yes. my skin was just like, oh no. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, I got, you know, the typical symptoms of what you get after the vaccine. But like that Band-Aid mark was like, I am here and I am I staying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Forgot to take it off. Well, because he's like, just leave it on because you're a bleeder. <laughs> like, okay. Forgot that I'm allergic to the Band-Aid. Yeah. Oopsies, my bad. Oh, well. You made it through. That's the main thing. I just thought it was funny that of all of the things to happen, like of everything that everyone was worried about, I mean, I I got kind of knocked on my butt, but that Band-Aid, I was like, huh. Yeah. You still have to get your third one, though. Yeah. You only have two so far. Yeah. So we're still hibernating. (laughs) Keep you safe. I have had all three because I was able to start earlier than you. (laughs) I didn't think it would be that hard. I thought I booked my I, I booked several different appointments at several different pharmacies. Yep. They wanted that that note from your doctor it saying seemed, it was okay. And I didn't want to lie on the form either <laughs> though. Cuz like if anything did happen. No, absolutely. You should. But as soon as you put EDS, they're like, mm, "Do you know what type? <laughs> Is it this specific one?" Well, well that's I don't, the I one don't that know exactly with the mRNA. So, yeah. So, so now I have to go see a geneticist to see if I have that specific type or like rule out X, Y, and Z. So like add another specialist to Mellis. Yep. Better to know than not to. Because True. especially in this day and age with uh, a pandemic going on. Well, it'll just be easier. So if if the question comes up again, I can just say, no, no I only have this one. Or like, it, I've confirmed that with this specialist or whatever. Yeah. Because, I mean, it, it it's not a well-known thing. No. And I would rather go somewhere a little bit closer than going downtown Toronto in the middle of a protest season in the winter and yeah. snowstorms and in COVID season. Well, and hopefully this doctor will be able to tell you if you have any other issues that are related to EDS too, which I mean, we've he done may... a little bit of like mast cell or yeah, well, yeah. POTS and that kind of stuff. I think those will have to be their own specific specialists, but I'm hoping they that... They may be able to tell you, though, if, you, if you're... if you They may, might be able to tell from your genes, you know, like... Maybe. They should be able to. If you have the gene that supports those things, then... Yeah, but for the mast cell, I think it's, like, more bone marrow. Mm-hmm. Because I think to be, like, completely diagnosed, it's still a bone marrow biopsy, possibly. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. One step at a time, right? Start with this one doctor and... You should probably see an allergist too because, you know, it, adhesive, really. Is. Yeah. Yeah. See what I, else you're I've allergic to. I've developed some over the years. Yes, you have. Like, some have become a lot worse than when I was younger. Like, bugs especially. Yes, they have. Very much so. Bugs, adhesives... Like, I'm allergic to my own medication because I'm on a patch for medication right now. Yes. So we end up cutting all the adhesive off 
around the patch and then use a different like a a medical ta- a medical patch like it's called um, tagaderm and it we put that we hold the patch on with that it's but we have to put a steroid spray yeah, so, yeah. in between so that it doesn't eat away my skin yeah so it's a whole process and i'm still itchy, itchy. <laughs> so we're gonna hopefully go to the doctor next week where i will list all of my crazy family history and they'll go what are you serious <laughs> Yeah, and they'll realize you're terminally flawed, <laughs> well, just like me. <laughs> but the thing is, because I've done it so many times, I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth when we sit and have that conversation, because it's going to be like, mm-hmm, yep, dad was hit by the truck, and mom had some lumps and bumps, and <laughs> she got those removed, and then she had broken back, and then, oh yeah, he had heart attack, and what? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I broke my neck, and I did this and that. <laughs> yeah, it's quite the history. But it, it it makes for an interesting story, that's for sure. <laughs> Just the look on their face. Yeah, because they look at you, and you're so, like, you don't look like you should have, have that kind of history, because... You you, you yeah. just don't look like it. I don't. I I am the definition of an invisible illness. Yeah. You if you looked at me, you could not tell that I have a long list of acronyms that are wrong with me. Yeah. <laughs> like. No, that's true. Like I mean, I went to school for tech, and I learned a lot of acronyms. I just didn't think I'd be learning more for my health. And, like, collecting them that way. Yeah. Hopefully you don't have any more to add on to it. But we'll find out. (laughs) Oh, we know that there's going to be more to add on. Like, I'm just, I'm fine with being an anomaly. But uh, after a while of doctor's appointments, this, that, and the other thing, the thing that bothers me the most is when my medication doesn't come in. Yeah, that's that's frustrating. It's a whole. I think they need to revamp their like because currently or rethink their systems. Like because you, if you run out of medication, they don't let give you an extra day or two. Well, they give you what maybe they'll they'll refill a prescription the day before. It's I I don't even know how that works. Like I mean, I I will push myself so that. I'm taking the medication later than I'm supposed to to cover up the time kind of thing. Yeah. So right now, my medication is, the the specific dosage anyway, is on back order. Yeah. So I had to jump through the hoops of trying to get the new dosage ordered, get to my doctor, get the prescription so that I could send it to the pharmacy so that it would be approved and gone through my insurance. And then I had to get another one. So what, okay, so what happened was a 15 milligram patch was on back order. Yeah. So they gave her a prescription for 10 over the phone to the pharmacy. The pharmacy ordered the medication and then i went to my doctor 
and got the prescription because she didn't answer the facts. Oh, okay. And I played telephone tag with her for two days. Well, the prescription was waiting for me because he'd ordered it because I but have a decent relationship connected. with my pharmacist at this point. Yeah. I mean, we have so many issues with it that <laughs> I'm there you, enough. You're on a first name basis. Yeah, I don't even have there. to go there. Even with a mask on, yeah. I can walk into the pharmacy and they can go get my prescriptions and they don't even have to ask my name. Yeah. Unless it's a new person that hasn't really dealt with me, all of the regular people there know me. They see you coming. They, I am there so often. There's and so every, many issues. Yeah, there's all every every month you have an issue. Yeah, it's not an easy like refill. And if something happens to the like the prescription itself, like if we get it stuck to itself, it well, I don't know what's gonna happen. Like yeah. how we thank we had God that we happen haven't once. Yeah, but we had an extra one. Yeah. And it takes two people to put medication on. Well that 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 particular Yeah. And uh, it always comes up too. Like I had the same issue with some of my medication last year where all of a sudden it goes on back order, you can't get it what do you do like i tried tracking it down in some of the other pharmacies and i think i found some a small amount that they would fill um but i ended up having to go get another prescription for a different medication because yeah you couldn't get it and i don't think that's right i think you should be able to at least have a little bit of a backlog on hand and it's so that fine if the pharmacy keeps it on hand i don't care even if i had like yeah as long as somebody has some yeah. available that if they keep it you pay for it they keep it on i don't care how their... it works i don't care what needs to happen because i just don't want to go through withdrawals anymore yeah that's not right it's not fair because it's... playing telephone tag between the pharmacist and the doctor trying to figure out something that should be just easy and, and for us uh, the the medications that we're on are, are opioids which yeah you do actually have withdrawals so um it's not like we're on heavy duty stuff no, but... but we have a if you take a, a regular medication away you normally step it down. It's you don't just go system. cold turkey. Yeah. And yeah, if you go, if you have to wait a week to get a medication, you're going to go through withdrawals. And and like different medications change. So like having a replacement as a, like an, even as a different option sometimes doesn't take away those effects. Yeah. Like it doesn't help the situation as like a band aid fix. Like you still need your your meds. Yeah, because the only fix really is yeah. that med because you can't step it down even because you don't have any. They yeah. just you've just been cut off. Now my question is because of the pandemic and because of the convoy. Yeah. How many people had to go through that? Or will go through that because of the backlog of stuff coming across Mm -hmm. the border. I mean, just to have some of the medications made in the pharmaceutical companies here, ingredients didn't show up so they couldn't be made. So everything's backlog. Like that, we may be having issues in like months and years to come. Yeah. And I I know they're saying like not just for medications, but like for procedures and hospitals and 
and everything's been disrupted. Mm-hmm. Everything after it went back into we went back into lockdown. So now we're just coming out of it, and that's when all these, well, the protest has about a, started about a month ago. And now I get that there's a lot of people that are wanting to get out and are frustrated with being stuck inside. Yeah. But my question is, what happened to all of the people or what's going to happen to all of the people who have been in lockdown mode and are a little apprehensive about going outside and taking masks off and going back to the way things were? Like, well, what's our new norm going to be? And how can you transition into that? I think here in Canada, well, I think here in Ontario anyways, I think the plan is to wear masks for, well, we still have to wear masks, even as we're coming out of lockdown. When's the next time you're going to give someone a handshake or a hug? It's going to be a while. Like Probably. that like, you I mean, don't, uh, if no, you, If you no. know them and you're, you know that they're not sick then that's that's one thing but they could have it and not even know it too so is it just gonna be like the new flu probably it's gonna be like yeah you got cooties stay away (laughs) (laughs) i think it's definitely gonna be i don't know the things that we've seen this year so far alone have been mind boggling I mean, just in the weather-wise alone, like tsunamis and and earthquakes and landslides and mudslides. Fires and... and... Oh, it's just been horrendous. I mean, in like the snowstorms and it shut down different parts of the world that you normally don't see affected at all. No, uh, no, for sure. Uh, and like everything's, everything's just so negative all the time. It's, it's. Uh, we're due. I mean, we're what? due for positive news. For I agree completely, but I still can't believe there is a church in wherever the fuck that is trying to call out witches. Oh, Texas. Is it Texas? Yes, the the minister. I don't even know what he is. A I, preacher. I don't. I don't know. know whether he's even ordained or anything like that. I know he preaches at a it looks. It looks like a tent. Okay, but there are people We're who going back to the seventeen hundreds here. Well, I agree, but. There are people who use like essential oils and stuff for like helping decongestions yeah. and like stuff. Um, I I could see that gentleman. We'll call him that. Um, calling someone out for like using like something like that in their tea or whatever. Yeah, extreme. He's an extremist. For I think. sure. Uh, if you in this day and age are gonna call somebody a witch, uh, you gotta something. Screw loose yourself, I think, because... I never thought that that would be something that would come back and book burning. Like, what... What what world are we in now? Yeah. That's what I'd like to know. Have we entered a different dimension? Because what the hell is happening? I have no idea. I can't figure this one out. Like, all of the things that we used to read in history books, we're witnessing in different ways. Yeah. 
but there's been swarms of locusts. It's all like combining. And when we come out of the pandemic, as we're coming, I guess we're coming out of the pandemic now. I don't know. I'm everybody's starting to open up. So well, it's 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 transitioning from a pandemic to an endemic. Okay. So what's what's the what's the new norm going to look like? I mean, like you said, is everybody going to go, "Ooh, don't come near me," and or are they going to do the exact opposite, like and and go hog wild and you know, like I don't know, It'd be like one giant. I mean, they've opened up party. Coachella this year. Oh, okay. So you go at your own risk. I think. I think that's what it's going to be. You're going to have to be your own police um, and I decide mean, whether you, it's worth the risk. Depending on the venue, the gas mask look could catch on. <laughs> or just stay home. In your case, we're going to oh, put yeah, you yeah, in a bubble. <laughs> I'll put you in a bubble and I'll bounce you around. Take you, you places. You can go <laughs> stick that bubble somewhere. We get one of those big ones, you know, like that you bounce up against each other. I am fragile. <laughs> My doctor is afraid to break me. I don't think me bouncing is a good idea at all. No, you could just walk in it, though. <laughs> Maybe. I can just see you walking down the street in a bubble. <laughs> ta -da, ta -da, ta -da. I mean, it would be great for crowd control. Like, just get out of my way. Move or I'll roll you. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you could motorize that and I could just sit in there, like, and the bubble would just go around me, oh, that would be great. Like, coming through, I'm going to flatten you soon. Have, like, a, a segue. Yeah. But, but, but put the segue in the bubble. It'll, it'll Yeah, be the bubble will go around. Yeah. There you go. But I've also seen those online, and unless you have some ventilation, we're going to suffocate in the yeah, bubble. Yeah, be awful. You lose some weight, sweat, and day. That's you not don't the need goal. to. <laughs> no. I think if um, we'll probably end up staying in our own lockdown for a little longer than necessary, just because. I think a lot of people who. Well, people that have illnesses yeah. or, you know, like. Im uh, Im compromised they've they scared us so much at the beginning of this to stay inside yeah. and to stay like isolated and to keep everyone safe and like grandparents and parents and this and that and it's like well now that we're in here it's gonna take us a little bit to get comfortable coming out of it yeah like it's not gonna be an instantaneous thing no, it's it's actually and then for young, I feel bad for. There's going to be a lot of kids. lasting ripple effects because of it. Yeah, for like let's say three, almost three years now that that we've, well, two and a half, I guess. But it, it's been it'll be two years since we've been in like lockdown in yeah. the beginning of March. Yeah, that's a long time. Like mm -hmm. that's that's a very long time, especially for like young kids and like they're gonna they're and then when we go out, those young kids they're gonna be so used to seeing people with masks on. When if when we get to take them off, what are they gonna do then? It's like, gonna be like when your dad shaves his mustache off yeah, when he's it's like when you're a kid and you're like ah. 
Yeah, who, who are, are you? you? <laughs> I only know you from like here up. Yeah. What is this? I don't know what a chin mouth situation <laughs> is anymore on you. That's right. So and and oh, but a lot of people like the masks too. It's a benefit. I yeah, mean, I mean, in it's the wintertime, it has been great. True. Keeps your face warm. Like, if you're out and about and you have to be outside and it is freezing, yeah. oh, it's been wonderful. But as soon as you get inside, yeah. it's like, oh, all the snotty nose comes. <laughs> oh, yes. That's so much fun. Yeah. So you're like, mm, have to keep this mask on. Yeah. Try to sniffle in private because you don't want to come across sick to anyone. Because they'll like you. call someone on you and you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> true. The trip to Walmart won't be as fun. <laughs> it's true, though. Anyway, hopefully by summertime we'll be able to go out and about a little bit more. I think I'll still want to wear some kind of protection for a while yeah i don't i don't know when i'll be going out in like a super crowded area without a mask true i think you shouldn't like i, I think i think for a long time people wear masks like i think it's it's gonna definitely affect this generation yes definitely um and i think it's not such a bad idea no. i mean depending on a future viral I mean, you're protecting right. other people. And we've actually understood that concept a little bit more because of it. Yeah, you, you see people that who were anti-vaxxers getting COVID and coming out saying, I should have done the right, they should have, the right thing was to get a vaccination and I should have done that because, I mean. And then there are some people that just don't learn. No, they're, they're dead against it and and to each their own i mean if if you don't feel comfortable with that then that's fine but then you should maybe be the one that stays away from others i'm willing to do what's right for the whole if it does not put the individual at risk yeah i mean for me it was it was a little different because People you're scared me so much about but it. But you're immunocompromised. And, and yeah. it's more reason to have the vaccine. But because of what you have, we weren't sure whether it was um, going to affect you adversely. Yeah. And we went. And I, I don't to make know sure it was... even if it has still. Because like even since I've gotten it and before, this winter has been like the worst health wise that I've had, sort of true it's yeah it's been a tough one like i had a lot of storms come through here and and the pressure changes like we've had two snowstorms this winter the 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 like worst two, ones two we had major ones but two major there have ones, been yeah. like some oh like, lots good, of lots of good. storms but we had like two that we got about a foot of snow and those kind of with the pressures changes and temperature changes all uh, of that it just kills and just they kills. screwed up my medication yeah it's been like a a roller coaster of i'm not feeling the greatest yeah some days it's hard to so i don't know it could get be out of like the additional vaccine sort of working its way through still but probably has some effect yeah this makes you tired i'm sure 
I don't know. I mean, it would be, be interesting to see what everyone's reaction was to it to the based off of what they also had. Like, if, if you're fully healthy, did you have, like, you know, aches and pains or did you get tired and you yeah. have a headache or whatever? Mm-hmm. Or if you had fibro, did you get more of this or versus yeah. if you had arthritis did you have more issues with like your joints versus you know the headache kind of thing i would be interested to see how your the underlying conditions you have or the immunocompromised things that you have affected your reaction with the vaccine sometimes it it's how you deal with it too like because my when i got the vaccine the last one i couldn't sit down i had like it was like two days i had to work i was working around the house yeah because i just couldn't sit whereas when i got it within two hours i was done yeah you you were wiped out now i was too but my way to fight it was to to fight you your reactions to it changed per vaccine too like when you first got it you were out well, not out, but you, it noticeably affected Yeah. You. Uh, yeah. Like, you fell asleep after you got it. I did. Yeah, it, it really did make me tired. And, like, the <clears> second <throat> one wasn't as bad. No. And then the third one, you felt better than you had the day before. Well, I, no, I just don't think I wanted to sit still because if I sat still, I probably would have fallen asleep. My way to deal with it was to work. Like to do stuff around the house so that I didn't feel like I was going to fall asleep. So I dealt with the symptoms differently the last time around. Yeah, but you still had the motivation to get up. I had, yeah. Well, I had, I, I knew what to expect, I think. And I, even if I, like, I know what to expect, but there's no way that I could get up. <laughs> okay. Like, I, I fell asleep both times. Like, I felt absolutely terrible like i felt like that someone had taken a syringe and sucked all the energy out and there was no way that i was getting it back and like i slept longer than i had like i usually sleep at most five six hours at most Mm -hmm. when i got it afterwards it was like nights where i was sleeping nine ten hours yes like i never do that no like, it, like, just wiped me. Yeah. And they said that was, you know, that's a side effect. Your body is dealing with a foreign substance. Yeah. And you're, right, they, they said that, but, you know, other than being really tired and, you know, drained, it wasn't that bad. I mean, you, I don't, I didn't we find it We may have too... had different reactions. Well, you were sleepy and you. I felt terrible. Like, absolutely terrible. Couldn't move. Everything hurt. Um, Yeah, but we had a snowstorm that day, or a storm that day, too. But even the second one, it was within two hours. Yeah. Like, I don't know if the vaccine caused a flare with fibro, or it could be a combination. Like, it could be my underlying stuff that was like, "Mm -mm, I don't like this. I think it was a combination. Of everything, like the the vaccination, the the fibro. Well, the... I fully surprised myself with the first one. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> like I surprise gifted myself a vaccine. <laughs> now you have to explain that. I have blood issues and I usually tend to surprise myself with blood work so that I don't get freaked out. I could not find a vaccine place and you were getting x-rays, I think, done on your back. Yes. And I was calling around just for, you know, shits and giggles to see if anything was available because it was like Omicron was sort of being discussed at the time. Like people were freaking out about it a little bit. And I was like, well, if things are going to shut down again, I don't like. mm -hmm." So I by chance called the grocery store pharmacy just down the road from the hospital to see if it had it available because no one else did. Yeah. It was on a waiting list for like a month or so to get it anywhere else and my doctor's office doesn't give it yeah so by chance i called they had one available i put it on hold and was like hi we're going (laughs) so i had to change my medication that day there was a snowstorm the next day so like pressure changes medication runs out it was a terrible time to do it but and and the thing is like I had prepared the previous two times that I had it scheduled, had gotten something to eat, had I was fully yes. prepared. Like I <laughs> and was then they good said to no. go. Yeah. They <laughs> said no those two times that I was like good to go, had yeah. all prepared. And then the one time that I was like No eh, food, no, no nothing. <laughs> He's like, Have you eaten? No. No. Have uh-huh. you had a reaction to vaccines before? Yes. Okay, well, sit down. I'll do it anyways. <laughs> okay. You're a bleeder. Now get out. <laughs> okay. Bye. Thanks. <laughs> Can I have my note back? I'm going to need that. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, you got it. It's done. You have one to... You have to wait another month. Yeah. Just over another month. Yeah. And you get the third. But they've gotten rid of vaccine passports and stuff. Yep. Well, that's going to go away. But I still think you should probably get the third one. Yeah, that's fine. But why? Why take away the vaccine passports if you're going to have them in place for X amount of time and then you get rid of it? Well, I think the point was to get people to um, get, you know, get vaccinated, fully vaccinated. So that I think they probably would have, if they could have gotten away with leaving it in place longer, they probably would have. But I think it's probably a good idea not to have that in place i mean the only thing that i don't agree with with that whole thing is them being so specific i guess about what conditions weren't exempt from it yeah that was a very it was a really narrow yeah it's slice of the population so many doctors <laughs> were afraid of me getting it or were apprehensive why couldn't we have waited slightly longer or like i still think like you're... i'm glad i got it i'm glad yada yada Were what happens to all those people that do have a reaction or were apprehensive and they did have a reaction and it was like a mm, guess not another one necessary it's like a trial basis to see if you have anaphylactic well what else are they gonna do though i mean i'm not trying to play i'm play devil's advocate but like 
they don't have time to do the trials. It's a pandemic. Um, it's it was just two conditions. They should have opened that window up a little bigger to make it. Um, but I think you could. I think there were exceptions. They did say there were exceptions. I think you'd probably just have a little more of an issue getting your like that exemption. But lots of people you'd see now whether they were lying their asses off and saying they were exempt and they weren't. Which well, is... I mean, half the time at, at the beginning where masks were mandatory, if you have a health condition, they're technically not mandatory. And if you have a health condition, no one can really check with you. Yeah. How, how, how are do you going to give that? proof that I have a condition that doesn't require me to wear a mask? Yeah. You could just say, man, you know, exempt. And what are they going to do? It's all based off of good faith, technically. I think for, I think they did issue a, like an actual exemption. I think um, they needed to open that, the number of conditions that were exempt. Like, I think they should have taken it based on the case rather than like yeah. the, the, the doctors should have had that. Um, it should be more of of seeing your medical history making sure that yeah. it's okay with your doctor and your team and your doctors should have that uh, ability to decide whether you should be exempt to having yeah. because you can't just say that heart condition yeah exempts you well maybe some heart conditions aren't as bad as others uh like somebody with a with a pacemaker that's a heart condition but it's you know, you're still going to want to get the vaccine because, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to live with that that pacemaker for the rest of your life. But technically what they said when they said the heart issue, he could that person could have gotten an exemption easily. Whereas somebody like you, it's immunocompromised, but you're not sure whether the, the condition you have is going to give you an adverse reaction. I think that is more appropriate for an exemption because you could literally die well i mean if if you're not sure that you have the specific whatever condition that we're looking for for me that may have caused a bleeding issue Mm -hmm. i would be more interested in like seeing if you can get that verified first before you take the chance is all yeah absolutely you're, it's a catch-22 because you can't find out about it because there's so much backlog in the medical yeah. system that you can't deal with it and there's no time to deal with it and there's it's just like a catch-22. You're screwed. Damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah. And there's a lot, unfortunately, there's a lot of people like that, but you can only do what you can do, right? So you plug along. Hopefully soon that all this horrible pandemic will be done and we can get back into the world and sort of be normal again a new normal and i think that's what's gonna be a new normal anyway um i think we're gonna say so long for now but uh yeah and we'll talk about more of the stuff we've been dealing with as we go along if you've got anything um that you're interested in hearing about let us know in the comments or send us an email or do you have any recommendations for Subjects. different pain medications? 
Yeah, well. Because I'm looking for new ones that don't make me itchy. <laughs> Throwing that out into the universe. It's always a work in progress. So, yeah, if you've got any tips or tricks that, that might help people with uh, fibromyalgia, we'll be happy to read them out on, on our... Or just chronic pain in general. Yeah, anything. You got anything that you can share with others? That would be great. That's what we'd like to, to work on is just sharing what we find out so hopefully someone else can benefit not yeah. be in as much pain then enjoy their life a little better a little more anyway we'll have to say until next time and we'll catch up then all right thanks bye. for listening and we'll see you next week bye for now bye